It's time to rethink retail. Why? Because talking to your client about salon retail has never been so vital to client development and growing your business. Our industry has evolved, technology has evolved, and we need to have this conversation, but with a very important twist. Today, I sit down with one of the business gurus in our industry, Michael Cole, and we get into the nitty-gritty of a new approach to thinking and talking about retail. It starts with a shift in mindset and then flows into enhancing the client experience through the use of retail. Sit back, relax, and take notes. This episode is going to give you the whys and hows. Let's get into it. Welcome to The Salon Scoop, a podcast by Salon SOS. I'm your host, Scott Moon, the founder of Salon SOS, and I'm obsessed with helping salon professionals live their best life. In this show, we shop talk all things salon to bring you real life stories, debates, entertainment, and inspiration to help you find happiness and success in this beautiful industry. If you work in the salon industry in any capacity, this podcast is open to you. So set down your scissors or rinse out that toner and let's get into it. Back on the Salon Scoop podcast with us is Michael Cole, the one and only, and we are rethinking retail and really how it fits into the overall client experience. Talking to your client about salon retail has never been so vital to the overall client development and growing your income behind the chair. And in today's episode, we're going to delve into a lot of the whys and the hows of achieving it. So, Michael, first of all, thanks so much for being here uh, you know, with me today. Love getting on and, uh, and chatting with you. I know that you're super passionate about this particular topic uh, right now. Can you just sort of share like, why this is so hot in your, uh, in your world right now? Yeah, you know, retail is not front page news. We've been talking about it as long as I've been in the game. And as you can tell by just looking at me, I've been around it a long time. But if I'm going to be brutally honest, Whenever we advocate, you know, retail is part of the conversation, there's always going to be a, a there's always been a percentage of the community, styles community, it's like, yeah, 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 you just want me to sell this stuff because, because, because. And, you know, in honesty, I'd go, okay, I get it, you know, good point. But we're at a place now that no, no, if, if, if you're, if you're not, if you haven't made this part of your chairside manner, the implications, the natural consequences have never been bigger. Uh, and they can, they, they implicate hairdressers in a, a very, very negative way. And I want to get into that conversation with you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's very, very clear that the, the retail landscape has shifted dramatically in the last three years with the pandemic, and it continues to shift and change every single day. So, you know, we're not here to just have a basic conversation about the importance of retail, blah, blah, blah. We're really going to get into some new stuff that's uh, kind of critical in terms of how people perceive it. So that's what we're getting the scoop on today. Just very quickly, Michael, some of our listeners may not know who you are. 
I hope that's not the case, but you, you never know. So maybe if you could just kind of quickly give, you know, some of our audience uh, the quick snapshot of, uh, you know, yeah. your, sure. your, why, why you're here, why you're so, you know, relevant. And, and I'll talk about why you're so important to the industry. Yeah, well, in a nutshell, you know, graduated from beauty school in the mid-70s. I'll let your community do the math on that. Behind the chair, probably 10 years, the first half of that struggled because I didn't have what we all know we need to have. We need to not only be Jedis at hairdressing, we need to be Jedis at the business side of the art and how we serve people and that there's a mental set. Didn't have any of that struggled. You know, the big bang happened for me five years in where, oh, okay, met my first of many business coaches, life coaches, and just my income blew up. I kind of fundamentally changed not only as a hairdresser, but as a person, got very, very curious about why aren't we having more of this conversation, the business conversation. Saw an opportunity way back in the 80s, uh, grabbed onto the opportunity uh, after being in the salon business as a hairdresser and multiple salon owner, and that is just educating in business, and the rest is history. Uh, you know, 30, 40 year ride. I, you know, I've been on some really cool rides. I was with uh, L'Oreal forever, I think 26, 27 years. And I'm on the back end of that now, uh, was part of uh, movements like the summit. So it's been, uh, it's been a real interesting and beautiful ride. And I'm like Michael Corleone, you know, that every time I think I'm out, they pull me back in. There's always something interesting to do yep. and and th this conversation is one of two or three things i see going on in the beauty industry right now and it's like i want to i want to be part of this conversation because it's so cool it's so profound so important so i mean michael i can speak to say you know you're one of the pioneers of you know business education in our industry and you know so vital and i also you know always love your 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 passion and the energy that you you know bring so happy to have you. For those, we actually did a, a full episode with uh, with Michael Cole uh, early on um, in our podcast. So you can scroll through previous episodes of the Salon Scoop. We that delved in a lot of yeah. Instagram, Instagram Reels, uh, you know, tips and tricks there. So feel free to check out that episode as well. But today we're going to get really delve and in, in deep into yeah. uh, into retail, and I want to start with client retention and the impact of retail on client retention. We know that client retention in our industry is historically been very low. Um, you know, that's one reason why we at Salon SOS introduced, uh, you know, our powerful Salon app and loyalty rewards program that not only allows guests to collect points for their spending, but also create digital coupons to entice them to come back, try new services, try retail, et cetera. Um, Michael, I know that you've recently conducted a survey about the impact of retail on the likelihood that a guest will return for a second visit. Can you share with us what you found from that? Yeah, I, um, as you know, I interview what I would call, you know, the, the best of the best, the Jedis, the top two, three percent of people behind the chair that are just crushing it. And I, you know, a few months ago, got really, really curious about because I know that there is 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 skilled at the retail part as they are about the service and the service ticket. And so we just began having conversations about 
how much of a difference retail makes in something that's measurable. We're defining success in terms of an, one that's really the hot button is your first time guests coming back for a second time, either setting up the appointment to come back before they leave. And we know that depending on what metric you look at, that that's not an impressive metric, you know, 10, 15, 20% give or take. And I'm all of a sudden getting 50, 60% uh, rebook. And you know, you, you, you're, you're a math guy, you know, that's like, whoa, okay, what's going on there? And they're going, because I've, you know, when I'm speaking for that community now, I've reimagined, I've rethought, uh, I'm taking advantage, not of people, but of the changes of the industry. And so I basically said, I, I, pretty, I can give data now to substantiate that there's a very, very strong corollary between first time new clients rebooking for a second visit and more and the degree to which you not only got them involved in taking products home but the retail part has been it's now as much or more of an experience inside of service as it is these tangible products that you put in the bag that clients take home that as when you have the conversation about products during that first visit, right? Typically, if you're doing it properly, it's part of you know explaining what you're actually using on their hair, you know, what products you feel are gonna help them not only re-achieve, right, but kind of maintain the look that you've done, whether it's a particular color service and maintaining you know, that vivid color, or whether it's a particular style. And if you, as the beauty professional, have actually gone through and explained, you know, what products are going to help them achieve that look and maintain it, you know, when they're at home the next days, weeks, that on a first visit establishes your credibility, right, as a beauty expert. And that's where I feel like having that proper conversation during that first visit can really have a significant impact on getting that consumer to want to come back and see you again because you've provided them a whole extra layer of, of knowledge, right? Of beauty expertise that you've shared with them. And it comes down to the total, total package, right? By incorporating the products that go into creating the look that you know hopefully they love if you've you know if you've done a great job with the with the look. Right. Does that make yeah. sense? Oh, it makes perfect sense. Now there's another element and to the degree that one is a hairdresser like I, first and foremost i i i'm it's in my dna i i get the hairdresser part um the change in the last few years from what i'm going to call it um solid color to what we're now calling modern color whether we're talking vivid on you know the rainbow end to balayage on the whatever you want to call it cinderella and any hairdresser would be the first to to agree we are taking hair to a place that we never got away with taking the hair to that place we've cracked the code 
if you will. We didn't crack the code, but product technology, the science of product technology has empowered hairdressers to get away with taking the hair to extremes that we all tried a decade, two decades, but you'll you'll talk to any hairdresser and they'll go, I'll, I can give you my nightmares, including your, yours truly. Michael Cole, the hairdresser forever ago on the night before the bride's wedding, uh, tr tried doing what on the bride's hair, what we're doing today and getting away with it and the, and the hair melted. It was rubber hair. And I won't bore you with the detail, but had I had the technology then that we have now, it would be a matter of, okay, I'm, I'm gonna put this on before we try to crack the code. I'm gonna put that on after we've cracked the code and magic, voila. Uh, I'm getting goosebumps now because I, I, I remember, and you look at that and you go, O-M-G that that I, I, I my hats off to to product technology that would would empower hairdressers to do to the hair what we're doing to the hair and it's beautiful you know a balayage you know we're now talking about extreme makeover you know on the vivid end the balayage end but the new conversation scott isn't it, it is a conversation between the hairdresser that has an appreciation for what they were what they're able to do and what they did to this client's hair and it's now i'm going to educate you so that when you go home i don't want to have you back in nightmare mode in a day or two that you're you're you can't breathe now because you can't believe how beautiful your hair looks and feels and the extreme we took your hair but you gotta know 80 90 percent of why your hair looks the way it looks why i was able to take your hair to the extreme was tied to what we used used on your not by what i did what i did was i took a piece of foil i put some hair on it and i did this and then i folded but we were we put things in your hair before and after surgery and that 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 allowed us to do what we did without your hair being rubber and yeah you're right. you make a great point about the technology and the the advancements in the actual product technologies and we cannot take that for granted right at the professional level we we also can't forget that in the in the world of choice for consumers, right? They still have choices of drugstore products, right? So we have to make sure that we continue to, to put the amazing product technologies of the professional products, right? On a pedestal and that we communicate that properly so that consumers recognize the value, right? That not only comes from the the technology and the products themselves, but your value in giving that expertise and showing them, you know, how to use it, picking out the right products, right, for their hair condition, for their look, which they cannot get if they just stand in front of the wall of, you know, hundreds yeah. of products in the in the drugstore, right? So 
we have to find a way to kind of change change the narrative around this. And it seems like we've been having this conversation though, Michael, you know, in our industry about the importance of retail since, you know, before the original Star Wars movie came out. And yet it still is an issue, right? Like I believe that a lot of salon professionals still have this, this mental block, right? It's like, I'm not a salesperson. I don't want to be salesy. Oh, you know what? My clients don't buy retail products here. Oh, I think the products are too expensive, you know, for my clients. Um, whatever their current mindset block is, how can we how can we change that, right? And I guess maybe why is it important that that mindset has to change as a first step? Yeah, and, you know, as you were chatting with me, if I had somebody on 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 the other side of me that was coming from the place a hairdresser, that mindset, that narrative. One of the first things I'd ask them to take me to is your Instagram page or your TikTok page. I want to see, first of all, to what degree are you in the modern hair color conversation? Uh, and, and if I'm seeing it at all, I, I would say, look, my, my hope for you <laughs> is you don't get sued for malpractice. Right. Because because if if. If they're not going to use what you use, and I'm talking, I'm not talking about styling aids. I'm talking about a conditioning age, uh, a conditioning uh, regime, and we really can't even call it conditioning treatment. It's a transforming treatment. It's a, it's a, it's a corrective treatment on steroids. It's taking hair from rubber state and taking it back to where it was before we took it to that extreme. It's like, where is your client going to get what you used if they're not gonna get it from you? Like if you're gonna send them back and pick drugstore stuff, what is it that's in the drugstore that's gonna come anywhere close to what you used? And you know what I'm speaking about. These. These product regimes now are eighty to a hundred dollars in in a regime. Sounds like a lot of money until you compare it to the three to four hundred dollar or more. You were on the operating table for three hours. <laughs> and we had 120, 130 foils there. We we really did brain surgery to the tenth on you. So I don't think, to me, that's that doesn't sound like a sales pitch. That that really sounds like I'm I'm educating you to give you, and not just an understanding, but an appreciation of what we did with you and for you and how much we transformed your hair. But that comes with a responsibility on your behalf. You know, I love you too much to not strongly encourage you get on what I used. And today you can actually, you know, look at what those products are and it and it becomes apparent that, wow, there's a breakthrough science in here. There's a breakthrough technology. And as I interview Jedi's, they're telling me that in their language. I'm just kind of using Michael Cole geek speak with you. But th their, their clients are very appreciative that Okay, I, I get it and I'm on it. And the experience of that conversation is 
you really, you're not your typical hairdresser. You are a hairdressing what a brain surgeon is to medicine. Exactly. And that's really where that credibility building comes into play, right? Having those conversations about how to, right, look after the, the hair, the look, the style that's been created is such a vital component of you just being a beauty professional, right? Um, so I think it really, it comes down to just changing the conversation around this and understanding that it's purely education. Michael, you kind of nailed one little mini script there, but I'm wondering if you're talking to, you know, these, these Jedi pros, do you have any recurring sort of scripts, like things that we can share here uh, with professionals about, you know, what language they can be using? Like what are some things that they can be saying um, that are sort of intelligent conversations? Yes. Yeah. And I'll be, you know, I was going to, I was actually scrolling my grids as, as you were uh, chatting, because that's what I, when I hear somebody, a Jedi talking, give me some language, give me some verbiage. Um, and part of the verbiage is, is simple stuff that, you know, 80% of the effect that you see that I created was what I used to pull that off, not what I did. And then the, the, the showing of what those products are and how and why those products are profoundly different than any products before them and and the science behind like as i've listened to a hairdresser it I, tell me how they're educating it's almost like omg it's you, you i've been to some modern day product knowledge classes and i'm hearing language that you 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 hear in professional product knowledge where the room is hairdressers and they're learning about a breakthrough product hairdressers are using that language to, to teach their clients and it really is more about the why this would matter to you than anything else um and again yes you're making a case for the product but i i'm always going to come back to experience my favorite definition of an experience is emotional episodes in moments of time. So in that, whatever it was, that five minute, 10 minute, 15 minute conversation demonstration, the emotional episode of that client was off the chart. That they were, they found it to be astonishing. They found it to be, and as a result, okay, yeah, they, they took some stuff home, but it was really, the intensity, the depth of the conversation and the experience that it created. Now, there's one other point I wanna make, Scott, and then I'll let you kind of do what you do best. I'm seeing more than ever before when I'm on Jedi pages, the, the reels that I'm seeing is after the hair has been processed, I see, and I was actually looking to see if I can find it. I know you've seen this where the hair is wet. First of all, the, the client's in the shampoo bowl. The, the, the camera is on the client's hair, wet in the bowl. It's in the hairdresser's hand. 
and they're rubbing, uh, kneading in, combing through what they're using to transform the hair in real time. Now, I've, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff in my, you know, three or four decades. And in the old days, it's like, well, that would be kind of boring. That's right up there with watching a fly crawl up a drape. I mean, there's nothing there. And, but today, it, this is not smoke and mirrors where a client is watching this happen and, and getting a sense that this is big stuff here, that this was never available to me before. It's almost like what Botox is doing for skin. Some of these hair care treatments are doing for hair. And that's what I want your community to get, that you need to almost forget what you think you know, because the longer you've been in the business, the more you need to open up your mind to something that's new and legitimate and authentic. It's not a dog and pony show. It's not smoke and mirrors. It's not a clever technique. It's like, no, no, this is legitimate science. Yeah, there is a lot of modern technology. You know, when we think of technology, we're, we always think, you know, of digital and we go straight to, you know, our phones and apps and uh, programs and now, you know, AI and whatnot. But, you know, technology is coming in all shapes and sizes in all industries. And there's modern tech coming into our actual retail products, right? That is important, that's relevant, that makes a difference. And I wanna come back, you, you were talking about experience and I feel like we need to get the point across how, make that bridge for everybody listening to make it super clear how having these conversations, right? About the, the modern tech products and, you know, linking the, you know, what we're doing in terms of the technical part with how we're actually, you know, creating it, the product part, how having these conversations is actually enhancing the overall client experience. Because I think everybody would agree that maximizing the client experience during their time, you know, in the salon, in our chairs is super vital, right? To get them to come back for a second visit, third visit, fourth visit, et cetera. But how can you kind of make it clear for us how really having intelligent conversations about retail actually enhances that client experience? Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I'm, I, I just interviewed somebody last night. I'm gonna go and, and, and find her page so that you can, that your viewers can actually see an example of what we're talking about. Um, this is a reel. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, this is a reel. Let's see if I can. Here we go. All right. See if you can. You no, know, it'll it'll it should play it again. Can you first of all? Can you see that? I can see it. I can't hear it, but I, we can see it on the screen. Right. I don't. I don't. I, it to me, it's not about the sound as much as I'm gonna unblur my screen so that we'll you can. We'll tag, what's the name of the account? Because a lot of people are just listening to this on, you know, Spotify or Apple. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I, I, I forgot that. Music. Oh. Um, so what, um, what's the actual name of the account? And we can direct them to the account to check uh, it out. It's called uh, 
kills, K-I-L-L-Z, underscore cuts, as in K-U-T-Z. Um, Got it. And, and, you, and, and when, you, when you see it, you go, oh, I've seen other things like that before where the extreme of w- what the hair looked like um, before to what the hair looks like. There you go. You, you can see, you know, it's like, oh, you know, I, I, I watch this and I go, I've never, I mean, I'm seeing more of it. It's trending. But how a hairdresser now is able to bring a, a client into the surgery room, into the operating room, so that the, the the client has an appreciation that what's going on here is legitimate. It's not a dog and pony show. It's not smoke and mirrors. It's like for real. And there's an experience in watching that, and even more of an experience to not only having it done on one's hair, but then looking and seeing, putting hands in the hair so you can feel the difference as well as look, my hair has never looked this way is one thing, but my hair has never ever felt this way. And it's almost like we're saying now, there's one thing when a client is having an experience it's another one I can say to the client, this is as much about allowing your hair to have the experience. So it's, okay, wait, wait a minute, say that again, will you? This is self-care for your hair. You're bathing your hair. You're soaking your hair in something very unprecedented. Your hair has never had the opportunity to have an experience that is this transformational. Uh, well, either you, either you know what you're talking about or you're a pathological liar. All right, at the end, let's look, you can look, you, you'll be able to see it in your hair, but also you're gonna be able to feel it. And when that client is having that experience, that's when a hairdresser says, you have to know that what you're feeling and what you're seeing, of that I created with what I used, not what you saw me doing. And if for you to continue to have the experience at home on your own that you're having now, you really, really need to get on this regime. Perfect. You couldn't have said it any better. I hope that people are really absorbing this because it's really a, a completely new way of framing, right? Framing the conversation, framing the, the customer sort of expectation around this. And a lot of it, as you're, you know, been alluding to, can also be, you know, highlighted through your social media channels, through your Instagram, so that you can be kind of putting out some of these, you know, reels, videos, tutorials that are speaking to all of this sort of yeah yeah the other thing that you're it's really advanced right it's really it's advanced oh. education it's advanced technology and well and we yeah, need to you're, you're 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 a vision you know we both for whatever reasons have this ironic capacity i call it metaphorically to peek around the corner 
to to see what's coming our way. Most salon owners are hairdressers. Good, they're going. First of all, I don't whatever you're able to do. I I can't do that. But I've seen you peek around the corner enough and tell us what was coming, and I'll be damned that it came. So I'm going to say something now that some of your viewers might go, really? And I'm going, oh, yeah, I'll bet on it. We are not far away from the day where you an $80, a $100 product package with this kind of innovative technology is built into the price of the service, where you have no choice. When you have me do this for you, Whatever price you're paying, you're going to go home with this because now I'm stripping the excuse away from everybody. And I'm doing that not because I'm crazy. I'm doing that because I don't want you to not follow this science, have your hair look hideous because as bad as you're going to feel and look, that's not good for my brand. And I think I see, and I, there are people doing that now. It's just not trending. We're on the very, I would call it, ex beginning end of what I would call the early, early, early adopter. But that's coming because of what we're, how much we're cracking the code in the science of the hair. Uh, yeah, I, I completely, I completely agree. It's like building in the, you know the warranty or the guarantee, um, you know, of the of the of the service component into it because otherwise I can't sell one without the other. It's a it comes as a total package in order to deliver the result that I am, you know, sort of guaranteeing as a as a hairdresser as a salon professional. Um, so love that, Michael. We got to put some some proof some proof to the pudding here. Um, you know, you talk to to Jedi's all the time who are masters already, right? And they are incorporating this, these conversations. So let's kind of compare some numbers quickly. What would you say when we look at an individual stylist, they have their service dollars that they you know pull in and they have their retail dollars that they pull in. The average stylist in our industry today Right. If we took their the retail product sales and we divided it by their service sales, everybody you know can do this calculation themselves. You just figure out what your service dollars are and your retail dollars are, and you divide the retail into the service. What do you say was the average percentage today, retail to service? Well, I'm I'm going to say, um, and I'm going to be very optimistic uh 10 and probably south of 10 percent i would i would definitely definitely agree with that um you know usually we throw around like seven to ten percent uh you know sort of range okay now tell us what the actual real people that you speak with on a regular basis who are incorporating you know these uh these conversations who are incorporating these experiences for their clients what are they seeing in terms of their retail to service percentages? Well, let's start with first of all the package, the the the, the service package for transformational hair color, uh, three hundred, four hundred, 
Uh, and that's what's so exciting is now a hairdresser can have a thousand dollar day and only serve two people, yeah. which is a whole different conversation in terms of wear and tear and stretch, uh, stress and all that. That some, if my next time you and I get come together, we'll just geek out on that part. But the 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 retail, if you go okay on a four hundred dollar service package, uh, retail is going to be conservatively speaking eighty dollars, probably to be more realistic a hundred. So what is um, what is eighty to four hundred, a uh, hundred to four hundred? That to me that looks like twenty twenty five percent give or take. So if you needed a metric on it, um, that's what it would be. And what we're saying, look, somebody that a, a a consumer that is willing to make that kind of service investment is open to, for another eighty to a hundred. They're going to do it. And I would say to any hairdresser that that gets uh, 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 shortness of breath because oh my you know the, the amount of money I would say my friend I love you too much to strongly recommend for you you need not sales coaching you my friend need life coaching. You need life coaching. Find a life coach where through through coaching you about life can boost up your esteem, confidence, where you see more worth in yourself so that because the struggle here, frankly, is really a personal struggle with you. Now, life coaching is to the salon what psychotherapy is in our personal life. So I'm not going to use words that that that's too gritty. But a life coach in a nanosecond is going to help somebody that really doubts their own worth or struggles with guilt because it's like, okay, we need to correct that. That's the, the deeper problem here. And once we take that turd out of the punch bowl, I think we can now, you can feel less uncomfortable not only having the conversation with your client, but bringing your client to, I'm going to call it the land of milk and honey. I'm with you. It all, it all starts, you know, between then those six inches between our ears. Uh, it's the mindset and, you know, you have to get right with yourself and your mindset to be able to start having these conversations and believing, right. That you're, you're having them for the right reasons, for the benefit of your client. This is not, as you said, so that I can just sell more retail products because so I can hit some targets or whatever. This is actually just extending, right? The client experience, it's doing your, your duty as a beauty professional, right? To actually educate the consumer about what you're doing, why you're doing it. Oh. I always, you know, when I, when I teach classes around this, I just ask some very simple questions um, and I start with, you know, are your customers using some form of products in their hair between, you know, between their visits to the salon every four to six weeks? The answer inevitably is yes. Everybody's using some kind of shampoo, conditioner, some kind of styling product. Great. Okay. Next question. Did you use products on the customer's hair during their, you know, 45 minutes to three hours that they were in the salon with you? The answer is obviously yes. 
uh, you know, would it make sense that you tell the customer what products you used during that 45 minutes or three hours experience in order to help you achieve that look? And like you said, it's actually 80% you know, of the look is based on those products. So the answer is, you know what? Yes, it, it makes complete sense to at least tell them you know, what you use. And at the very base, if you can, if you can get yourself to that level, right. it's like, okay, I should be at least telling them what I'm using and then how it's actually impacting their hair. And that's the base really like that's all there is to it. And now utilizing, you know, your wording and, uh, you know, creating it in a way that, you know, um, you know, talks about the the technology and the, you know, the experience for your hair. I love that, that you introduced that a lot. Yeah. Well, you, you, you used a word that I think you were right on the bullseye. It, the, the word is mindset. We're not doing a mind transplant here, but a mindset transplant. And now there's even t a terminology for the difference between a fixed mindset and its opposite, whether you want to call it a growth mindset, an open mindset, but that's the heart of the matter. And this is not front page news to hairdressers. It's like, yeah, you know, what you're saying is I can be stubborn. And it's like, yes, you know, and you're only 30 something, 40 something. You, I look at you and it looks like you have another 20 years of shelf life left in you, career shelf life. So you don't want to spend the next five years, never mind 10 or 20 in this because you're going to be passed over your any relevancy that you have now it's like a slow drip and that that to me that's a life coaching that's not about product knowledge that's not sales training it's really about the sixth in space in between our ears absolutely this is this is amazing. I mean, I love I love this conversation. I've always been so passionate about it. I love that it's evolving, and that we're really at a point now where we can, you know, realistically have these real sort of modern, uh, you know, conversations. I want to challenge all of our listeners out there who have any doubts in their head. You know, listening to what we're talking about. You have any doubt? Reach out. Reach out to myself. Reach out to Michael. Let's have this conversation. You know what? We'll we'll hash it out. Um, it's just so, so, so critical, but happy to debate. You don't think retail is important? You know what? Reach out. Tell us why. You don't see the value? Reach out. Tell us why. Let's continue this conversation. It needs to be had. Our contact information, both myself, Michael, will be in the uh, the notes here of this episode. Um, this has been uh, this has been great. We can obviously talk for uh, for hours and hours. We had a great retail episode, or we had some salon owners on board talking about some specific things that they're doing with their teams internally. Uh, highly encourage you to check out that episode. It was sort of a roundtable discussion, very entertaining, but lots and lots of insights and sort of specific ideas that you could incorporate. Um, Michael, just want to thank you again for for hanging out uh, hanging out with me today on this. Uh, any parting uh, parting shots you want to uh, you want to say? Nope, I, I I always enjoy geeking out with you because we kind of we we go deep. And next time we geek, I want to geek about you know one more that was then. This is now about the age of two clients for the day equaling a a, a service day that's exponentially greater than seven or eight clients for the the same day and yes talk about the money but also talk about something that we really have poked fun of 
uh, but I'm not, it's not funny anymore. And that is the physical wear and tear that it has on a hairdresser over the years. And it's a fascinating conversation and frankly, a conversation that's way overdue. So I'd love to come back and have that one with you, my friend. Sounds amazing. I'm sure that our listeners would love that as well. Uh, one thing I know that our listeners are dying to know based on our retail conversation is, you know, what are all the incredible high-tech modern hair care products that you use, Michael, but we're going to have to save that, uh, that answer for a future, uh, future episode. <laughs> and, and we also have to be very mindful of name dropping because uh, just because so, and, and uh, people I think are close enough to the street to really know what we're pointing to because in the last couple of years, it's been mind blowing what uh, science and technology uh, has found itself in, you know, salon retail. It's, it blows the sides off of my brain box. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, thanks so much, Michael. Thanks everyone for listening. Hope you enjoyed this, uh, this episode, that you learned a lot, that you're rethinking, right? Rethinking retail, the client experience, how it's actually impacting your uh, your retention. Um, and please put this, uh, put this to use, share the information. Let's continue the conversation. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to the Salon Scoop podcast. This show is produced by Salon SOS, a digital marketing agency by industry professionals for industry professionals. If you want simple and affordable solutions for any of your salon marketing needs, such as websites, client loyalty, Google search rankings, social media, or more, come visit us at salonsos.ca or on Instagram at salon.s.o.s. If you want to hear more great episodes like this and help us continue to bring the industry content, it would mean so much to us if you would support us in one of the following ways. Share this episode with just one other industry professional and either rate our show on Spotify or write us a quick review on Apple Music. We want to hear your feedback. If you have follow-up questions or ideas for future episodes, please reach out. DM us on Instagram at that salon.s. .o.s or hit us up on our website at salonsos.ca. Again, thanks so much for listening. Now go get your hustle on, keep smiling, and we'll catch you on our next episode.